Yeah, it that is like for me like next level, you know, because I've I've spent a lifetime focused on what everyone else was doing or not doing. Right. And to turn it inward, you know, right. Right. is, ugh. Well, that's where the grief and loss comes in. And that's what happens with so many people that I work with if, is they've spent so much time abandoning themselves to look at what other people are doing that it becomes a reflex. Yeah. And it's an addiction. <laughs> And it's like to retrain to say, no, I'm going in my body and these people get to feel whatever they want or think whatever they want. Mm. And it's a tall fucking order. It's a tall order. That habit, for me, that habitual way of thinking is so ingrained. That groove is so deep. Yeah. It's it's the drive to the grocery store with two. 20 foot embankments on either side mm-hmm. like no you're mm-hmm. telling me there's a different way in the store uh no there's not yeah yeah um and that story and that narrative for me are so juicy and alluring right. and there's definitely a, a dopamine drip or some yes. exhilaration there yes look at them they're not doing it right let's all look over there they're definitely yeah, totally. not doing it right, you know? And I think, doesn't the big book, t- I mean, the 12 and 12 talk about that, you know, mm-hmm. that we're, you know, looking, we need not look within. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And four, it talks about like that we've hidden the same self, self, same defects were so hidden that we've been pointing out in others. Right. Right. You spot it. You got it. Yeah. And then 10 goes on to talk about the spiritual axiom, right? Whatever I, that's when I, ever I see it. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah. And have you experienced, because I definitely have, and I'm sure I've done it, but of course it's 2020 vision when other people have done it. But (laughs) I have experienced, like, let's say that somebody was gossiping, right? Mm -hmm. And I chose not to gossip. And mm. then they came to me and were like, you're gossiping. And that's a terrible example, but it was only character defect I could think of right away. <laughs> but mm. where they are just blatantly accusing me of something that they are doing. And Ooh. I've been able to have the wherewithal to realize, like, I'm a mirror for them. Like, and, mm. you know, allow them to do it because they're not they're not ready to see it for themselves. And again, I'm sure I've done this, but I can only recognize it when other people have done it. Yeah, I can't think of a specific example, but this is this is what happens. I've seen it in myself and in others when I it's like a six, seven, eight situation right. where the stuff that I've been doing and harming how I've been harming people. I it gets it gets turned in on me whether it's this blame or or actually legit happening right and then I I get to distinguish and say oh that's not my side of the street actually <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly yeah. which yeah. is like that's eight for me where I'm like oh yeah that's that's cray cray and that is not my stuff that's not my stuff not this time not this time (laughs) i think i remember having four years and like having a friend that i really loved and adored just yelling at me for something i knew they were doing 
And it was so cool. It was the first time I experienced myself being calm in that moment and realizing like they're working through something and I didn't make it about me. And I was able to, I was able, because my side of the street was so crystal clean that I was able to see, oh, this doesn't have anything to do with me. And this Mm -hmm. is their experience. And you know what? I was able to like be calm and help them. And a few days later, they were in a meeting with me and they said exactly what it says in the 12 and 12. And they were like, I was, you know, pointing at her flaws because I, I actually had them. And I was like, (gasps) She saw it. I mean, it was just such a cool miracle. You know, I'm so present these days with all these, like, these miracles that are, like, surfacing. You know, there's, because we're coming up on the end of the year, there's, like, a whole slew of people that are coming up on their one-year anniversary. And it's been, like, just this, like, it's the joy, you know? Like, Mm. it's in the book. Like, it says, you know, to see the light bulb go off, to see people grow and change, it's, like, becomes the bright spot, you know? And it's, like, all of these awarenesses, like, none of it would be happening if I was turning my will and life over to drugs and alcohol today. Right, right. I love that. And also that I... I've been noticing like, okay, this is my favorite time of year, right? From October to December 31st is my favorite time of year. And I've been noticing like, wait, this is your favorite time of year. Like take a moment, like enjoy that you just saw lights on those trees or enjoy that you're having a cup of hot cocoa, even though it's 86 fucking degrees here in LA. Um, And just enjoy, listen to that music. Like I've been taking the moments to go, if you say this is your favorite time of year, take a moment and pause and soak up this moment because it's going to be depressing January soon. Mm. Uh, um, So, yeah, I guess... Has it been your experience too that it's like it just keeps going, right? It's there's no there there with grief. Like it's like I I just want it to end at some point, you know? Well, and that's something when especially when somebody's going through like a loss of a person mm. and it's interesting to see the expectations we put on ourselves as when the grief should be over. Mm. And it's really nice to be on the side of having a conversation with someone and giving them permission. Like there's no there there. Like this Mm. grief is going to hit you in waves and you're not going to be able to control it. And just when you think, oh, that's probably it. I've probably cried enough. You know, two days later, two hours later, two months later, it's going to hit you again. And, and Mm. it's one of those things where we don't get to control how and where it shows up and how we show up. And, and, for me, okay, okay, okay. When I was just a few months sober and I'm working at this job, oh, this is going to make me cry. <laughs> and I'm working this job and it's in downtown Dallas and it's like at the ball tower, you know, where all the tourists hey. go and everyone's so doing their business meeting and fake and, you know, just it's so shallow. And uh, then it was also by a hospital. 
So sometimes, every once in a while, these people would come in that are grieving. Like I could tell like a brother and sister or husband and wife or parents. And they would come in, they would sit there and they would just hold each other's hand. And like, you know, I'd come over and that was the table I wanted to stay at because they were in grief, but they were also real. They were also like so grounded more than anyone else at any of those tables who were talking about the stock market or what should we wear or any of that. Like I wanted to be at that table because they were, they were real. They were at the core. Mm-hmm. Um, I recently came across this. Have you ever heard of a death doula? No, that sounds so interesting. Yeah. So I, I should put the link. In. I came across this Ted talk this week, actually. Um, where there's a doula for there's a birth doula that helps bring life into the world, yes, right? Yes. Work with a midwife and you know whatever, whether you're doing home birth or you know they're they're like the in between, right? There's there's now called the death doula, which I, I ran into one many years ago, um, and they help facilitate um, death, and um, it's really just like this beautiful, like really heartwarming thing where. Um, there's like nothing left unsaid. They're there for the family uh, and for the one that is leaving the physical plane, you know? And it's, wow. uh, yeah, yeah. So it's not, it's like everything's already set in order. Some of them, you know, I, in some states you can actually, I think, bury the body in if you want, you know, I, I know that the, the one that I met in LA, they, um, the kids have the option if it's if they if the person passes in the home they can um cleanse the body um, as as part of the ritual yeah and then some people um have a um they don't have like one of those really expensive caskets they have one that like disintegrates that's made out of cardboard and depending upon the family, like everyone gets to do whatever they want, you know, depending as long as it's like, you know, legal in whatever state. But they've had it where like the kids and family have drawn messages on the oh. on the casket um, as a way of grieving. Um, I know that this person in their TED Talk said that one of their wishes was that anyone that came to the memorial would write their favorite memory um, and then they would publish that into a book for their child when their child was of age. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, I have never heard of it, but you know what I would be so interested in? Just like with Mm. hospice workers, like Mm -hmm. talking to that person, what is the thing that you see most? Like, what about regrets? What have you learned about human life? Because someone who's that close to death or Mm -hmm. someone who's like that close to always giving birth, like they have some insight. They have something to tap into. I want to know what that is. So there actually is this nurse. I read that book. I'm pulling it up. Um, There's the five regrets of the dying. Mm -hmm. She's basically served in hospice in the UK um, I'm gonna pull it up and then I'll read them and then ask you the question based on these. Uh, Yay! She basically has helped numerous people uh, pass from the physical plane, um, and they all, regardless what ethnicity, um, you know, where they come from, you know, uh, how how much th- they make, whatever, all of those things, they all. She narrowed it down to five regrets. I'm gonna read them to you. Okay, great. Um, it's this. What is her name? Is it showing up here? 
Oh, we'll give her credit somewhere else. Sorry. It's, but it is called Five Rings. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Ooh. That's one. Two-ish is I wish I hadn't worked so hard. Three is I wish I had the courage to express my feelings. Four is I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Five is I wish I had let myself be happier. Hmm. So, um, Bonnie Ware is her name. Bronnie Ware, W-A-R-E. So my question at our final five is, is there one, which one or ones resonate with you the most? Well, it's that I wish I would have stayed in touch with my friends because there are people that the relationship went awry and my ego won't let me reach out to them for fear of rejection. Um, and, and am I willing? I'm not willing. Um, and yeah, that makes me really sad. And then also when it says like, I wish I would have been happier. I'm like, well, yeah, how yeah, do you yeah. do that? Like, <laughs> how do you be happier? And I don't know. I, that just is, that's profound. What about you? Uh, I th- I mean, all of them. <laughs> I wish I had it worked for. <laughs> I mean, all of them. But the one, the one today, because this is where I, I am in, I guess, my program and really um consciously working on is i wish i had the courage to express my feelings Mm. um i'm really um trying to practice you know intimacy and vulnerability Mm. um and so that's like really just as i was reading them right now um that's the one that really is resonating in this moment is to just be more expressive to really you know stay connected with where i am and to just share um with people uh in a more intimate way yeah yeah i love that man we're out here doing our damnedest that's all i can say wow we did it again we did it again it may be messy but we're getting we're trudging the road (laughs) (laughs) we're definitely trudging today All right. Well, bitch, call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Thanks, Missy. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Monday, send us an email with comments, questions, or concerns. BCY sponsor at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate five stars.